so uh happy every time i get this hour because it's kind of like selfishly having a little mini concert of people that i kind of dig so it's it's just it's selfish but then again it's called the drew marshall show uh this saskatoon born toronto based singer songwriter has quietly and sometimes not so quietly become one of the brightest lights on the toronto folk scene with her aching vibrato and prairie roots i just want to stop right there aching vibrato and prairie roots First of all, they both sound like shooters. <laughs> and secondly, thank you for being here, Melanie Peterson. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Um, you've had people say things about you, and I wonder if you're okay with the things people have said about you. Yeah. You don't even know what I'm going to say. What if they said trashy stuff? Well, then in that case, no. No? <laughs> um, Mary Poppins. You okay mm-hmm. with that one? Yeah. Yeah. So who was that? Some was it the CBC guy? The BBC. The, oh yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Wrong letter. Because I'm I'm mostly a positive person, but when I wrote my last album, I was getting over a pretty intense heartbreak, and I think that's where that all came from. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Does heartbreak motivate you into creative songwriting like Taylor Swift? Hmm. Surprisingly, yeah. 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 But not heart- heartbreak also motivates me. Like joy also motivates me. 
but I did find like the heartbreak. I keep getting songs from it. Huh? Yeah. Is there a name that we can trash right now on air? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Can you introduce your your posse, please? Sure. This is Peter Collins on bass. Peter Collins on bass. You are the stereo prototypical bass player looking dude. Do you play double bass as well? No. No? No. Have you ever attempted a double? Uh, An electric one. Oh. Okay. Why do you not like the the double bass thing? Do you think um, those guys are weird or I uh, I'm a force I I'm a electric bass player. That's by it. By nature. There it yes. is. Yeah. 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 But you uh, you you did the vocal thing too. I do. Yes. Yeah. Falsetto? Uh not quite. I think I blew that gasket a couple of years ago. I sing fairly high, but I'm not sure if I have a falsetto anymore. Yeah, no, not, not, be, not be throwing that down. Yeah. Okay. And the other gentleman in the room is? Mitch Gerio. Mitch Gerio? Gerio. Gerio. Yes, indeed. That sounds, uh, you know, you know what I'm going to say. Everybody's already said it, so. Well, your name. Sounds Italian? No, it sounds Cheerio. Mary Poppins. Hello, Gerio. Yes. <laughs> You've no, never heard that? No. Come on. Oh, man. You're an interesting uh, interesting collection of human beings. How did you meet? Thank you. What's the... What's the thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you are positive, aren't you? Uh, what's the connection between the three of you? Um, well, actually, this is so funny. Peter and I met at Doug Romano's Christmas party one year. I don't know who that is. He's sitting over there. Oh, the, oh right. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, and we met, and I had just really started writing songs, and Peter was like, do you need a bass player? And I thought, well, yeah, probably. So we started playing together. Then um, we met Mitch. I met Mitch at uh, the Reverb. Reverb? Rivoli. 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 My friend Lori introduced me to him, and people had been saying, I was looking for a producer for my album, and they'd been saying, you should work with Mitch Cheerio, Mitch Cheerio. A whole bunch of people told me that. I didn't know who he was. And then I met him at the Rivoli, and we got to talking, and um, we decided we would try to do some work together, and that's how it worked out. Nice. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, let's stop talking. Okay. And sing a song. Can can you do a song? Can you set this song up for us? This is called Cinema Girl. And why? Why? Get us into it, man. Um, Well, I was at the hair salon sitting next to one of my favorite actresses. Who? Who? You don't want to say? I I don't want to say because I took poetic license with the song. Okay. And I'm afraid if she hears it, she'll be like, what? I didn't say that. Yeah. But I took the essence of what she said. Yes. And I found it inspiring. And I turned it into this song. Beautiful. Live on the Drew Marshall Show, Melanie Peterson. Okay. She said, every day I make a 
Peterson on the Drew Marshall Show, and the crowd goes crazy. The audience leapt to its foot. Um, Tim, I just got to say, that is the best mix you've ever done. It's because Doug was here. He passed his... Is that what it is? Yeah, he passed his spidey sense on to me. Well done, Timmy. I could feel him staring in the back of my head. Um, Do you... Melanie, is it... This is going to be so offensive. I'm not real smooth, so let me just say things. As a chick in the industry... (sighs) Who says that? Has it been an uphill battle? And do you get do you get taken for granted? Do you get taken advantage of? Do you get taken seriously? Not seriously? Because that song talks a lot about you know women women grabbing a hold of life and 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 taking it. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. If that made any sense. It totally did. So, what's been your journey like in the music industry? It's been very positive. Oh, of course, it has. Very supportive. Thanks, Mary. <laughs> Sorry, but I think you. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I haven't had too many. I had one or two pretty intense experiences and decided that that wasn't the way it was going to be for me. And so I mostly attract positive stuff now. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, so far so good. We'll see, though. Do you think um, Do you think that, uh, that um, oh, I don't want, I don't, again, I don't want to know if I, should I get into this conversation already? So in your songwriting, um, Bob Dylan says that, uh, those years that we would consider his most prolific, he doesn't know where that came from. He felt like a conduit. It's not the same now as it was back then. Something weird went down back then. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt that other kind of mm-hmm. esoteric what the heck's going on here thing? Yeah. And is that just, ooh, my, I ate more vegetables and I'm <laughs> like in the pocket and I just feel I'm more alert stuff? Or do you mm-hmm. think there's something other I do, but I don't think it's, um, I think it's astrological. Really? Actually, yeah. I think it's the way the stars are lined up. Okay, so hold on. Yesterday, did yeah. you have a weird day yesterday? Yeah, well, it was the eclipse. And? And so. Uh, no, and you shifting. know what else was? What? It was the. Um, uh, Vernal? No, the big, with no, the big moon. What's it called? Yeah. What's the, the full big moon. moon well, it no, was a, a new moon. A full, no, yeah, but it's, um, it was a new moon, so we didn't see it, but it's. Oh. It was the biggest moon closest. It's, the, it's not Harvest Moon. There's another moon uh, that I'm... Okay. Anyway, something was weird with the moon. Yeah. Something was weird with the sun. Yeah. And um, and there was something else that was going on. It oh, was, it's the first day of spring. Yeah. It's the spring equinox. Yeah. So were you like burning incense, going crazy at this stuff? No. 
No, because it's a good full moon. It's a positive one. It's a positive new moon right now. And but most, what I'm saying is, did you feel weird yesterday because of all that stuff going down? No. Huh. Although a few days before, I, I, things were a little bit like shaky. Yeah? Yeah. But right on yesterday, I felt dairy. pretty good. No, it wasn't dairy, I don't think. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, uh, do you, uh, where do you give most of your credit when it comes to creativity? Where does it come from? I'm doing it every day. Are you saying that you're, you're giving credit to creativity? You're, giving, you're saying that's from self-discipline? Yeah. I've never heard so. anyone answer that like okay. that. So I'm the most creative when I'm the most self-disciplined. Well, the more you do it, the easier access you have to the creativity. So what are you self-disciplined? Like you do what every day? I write every day. I do my vocal exercises every day. Um, I just did 16 days of writing with two friends of mine where we would text each other when we finished. So we did 16 in a row. But I'm used to doing it. I've been writing every day for about seven years. What's the, what's the thing that sucks about writing? Nothing. Because I want to go, no, I want to get <laughs> negative here. Nothing sucks about writing. Not writing sucks about writing. Because then if you don't write for like a couple of days or weeks, then you get, I get this nervous feeling. Like what if I can't do it? And I get that fear and I don't want to face that. So I'd rather just keep writing and not have to look at that. Have you always been this way? <laughs> um, no. Were you a negative jerk? Yes. Years ago? I was ago? a bit of a disaster. Were you? I like a so. walking country song? Yes, I was. Yeah. <laughs> Live in the studio with Melanie Peterson, who's going to do another song for us, her and the, the boys. The boys. The boys. What are you going to do now, Melanie Peterson? Um, we're going to do something kind of newer. Ooh. For the potentially on the new album, it's going to be called, um, or it is called, just the right amount of wrong. And is there a backstory? I love backstory. <laughs> backstory. Um, this just came out of sixteen days of writing in a row. Ooh, it's that you're like we're talking new new. Yeah. New new. Yeah, new new. <laughs> okay. It's new new. Here we so go, let's folks. See what happens. Live again on the Drew Marshall Show, Melanie Peterson. Dressed up to the nines, 
I've listened to their lines, never heard love, never heard love. Now looking in your eyes, I see paradise, I see love, I see love. They've tried to pull me away, but they Well done. Melanie Peterson on the Drew Marshall Show. All 17 of us in studio. Boy, it's hot in here. Um, so heartbreak. Right amount of wrong. You realize wrong is a negative word, right? Yeah. But it was the right amount of wrong, so you turned it into a positive thing. That's right. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Look what I did. So can I suggest not going to Nashville? Because you don't have enough uh, negativity, you don't have enough hurt. You don't have enough I do pain, have it. Angst. I just don't want. To, I, I could express it if I if I was someone who said, "Okay, we're gonna you're gonna make an album and it's gonna be all about heartbreak songs and it's gonna be huge." I'd be like, "Okay, I'm gonna get behind that." You can do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, she says. But I prefer. I know that um, words have a lot of power. So if I keep singing that you suck, you suck, that's all I'm gonna. Attract. That's a good song, though. The You Suck song? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I will. I could. But, yeah. If I don't, I don't know. Are you okay over pick. there? What's going on? <laughs> oh, we have a pick on the floor? We have a pick on the floor. I got a spare one. I got Doug, a spare one. Would you, Doug, could I ask? Just while we're looking at things and looking at picks, I have to get, I, I left some pages over there I kind of need. Ladies and gentlemen, Doug Romano. Uh, Doug. He's... He's he's not in the union. He's not allowed to pick up these papers. He's the guy that runs across right. the stage when the people oh, drop their mics. And I got in trouble on the set of um, a movie called Hmm. Hold on, Cinderella Man. Welcome to Mooseport, because I was it was filmed in Port Perry, and I was uh, there. Were, everyone was doing stuff, and Ray Romano was there, and Gene Hackman, and they needed to move something quickly. And I was with the Moose crew. I was part of the Moose Wrangling crew. And I went to help someone move something. And Doug, they said that to me. Mm-hmm. Don't touch that. You're not union. You're not insured. Or you're taking someone else's job. Or yeah. I got scolded <gasps> for helping. Yeah. It's not very nice. What would you do in that situation, Melanie Peterson? 
Yeah, I write a positive song. <laughs> write After. a positive song. <laughs> About Ray Romano who is getting her hair done beside him. Thanks yes. for moving that for me, guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, darkest time in your life. I love asking that okay. question. What would it be for you? When my dad died. She's now I'm I'm sorry I brought that up. <laughs> That's okay. How long ago was that? That was ten years ago. Unexpected or long sickness? Unexpected. Oh, that's... Sudden, yeah. You know, it is one of those paradigms where you go, people, you know, it's like a bar question. Which sense would you, if you had to lose mm-hmm. one's, you know, eyesight or hearing or whatever. But the other question is, you know, if you had to lose someone, would you rather have the time to say goodbye and, and there be a little bit of lengthy sickness mm-hmm. and then a sort of, a, okay, at least they're not suffering anymore thing? Mm-hmm. Or would you rather it be sudden, like the Band-Aid pulling off mm-hmm. and you don't ha- they don't have to endure the whatever... Have you thought, thought that through? Because you've had yeah, I have thought a about that. Thing. Yeah, um, I don't know if I would have wanted to see him suffering actually for long periods of time. There were some things I would have liked to say. Yeah, you know, that yeah. I never got to say. So, if like if what? Like what would you say? I would have told him that I loved him. He didn't know that. He knew that, but we never said that to each other as a family. And this wasn't a thing. Yeah, and I would have said, I forgive you, you know, and, um, you, you know, let him go, say it's okay, you know. He, he didn't want to be around. Mm. Like he told us many times that he didn't want to be on the planet, so when he finally died, it was what he wanted. Mm. Yeah. How do you think that shaped you? Uh, What? What, the having death ha- Yeah, yeah, having to go through all that. I don't know. I like, it, it, well, I didn't start writing until after that happened. And I had a dream the night he died. He came to me in a dream and he handed me a gift. Uh, and I think he handed me his gift because he played guitar and, and sang, but he never did it for a profession. Hmm. So, yeah, I think it turned me into more of a musician than I was before his death. Uh, I've had a couple of deaths recently, and um, I this is going to sound really horrible, and I don't even know how to word this right, but I think we need death. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want it. I don't like it, but I think we really, really especially in North America, we we're on cruise control so easily. Mm-hmm. It's a wake up call for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm still sorry that that happened. Yeah, to and you. This, death is not necessarily a bad thing for the person who died. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It could be really awesome. I got the sense that my dad was in a better place. Mm-hmm. Like it was a feeling after he passed away. So, huh. yeah. You're deep. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear that response? <laughs> oh. Interesting. Vocal warm ups. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> can we do a song? Sure. I mean, can you do a song? I am doing yeah. it. Yeah. I'll do a kind of hard, hard breaky song, and then I'll drop my pick on the floor again. For okay, everyone. cool. What are we doing? This is called "Good on Paper." You have great titles. Oh, thank you. You do good titles. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, two, three, four. We never went out walking hand in hand. You never spoke of your dreams or plans. What'd it take me so long to see? You good on paper, bad for me. Good on paper, but bad for me. You had a way of coming. 
I don't want to clap anymore because it just it sounds cheesy and awkward to do that. But I, I want to just say you've got some great players with you. I know. And you need to, I don't know if, if Three Chord Gord is doing any songs, new songs these days, but Lightfoot could knock that thing out of the park, man. And if he plays it, you get some more coin. Just saying. Yeah. I'm look, always looking for ways to get some more coin. I just hear Lightfoot all over that. And a steel, you know, solo in the middle of that or throughout it would be just, I don't know. I hear a lap steel in that, so. Hey, am I not a producer? <laughs> what? I'm not in the club. No, I'm not allowed. Nuts! Doug won't let me in the producer club. Aww. I know. Melanie, um, if you, this, again, it's sort of a, a typical Tiny Talentine question. By the way, anybody remember Tiny Talentine? Anybody? Thank you. Thank you. You don't. You're too young. Um, if you couldn't do music, what would you do? Acting. I knew you were going to talk about the acting. <laughs> Because you're an actor. Wait, yeah. is it? Can I say actress or is that? You can say it to me. It doesn't bother me. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what to say anymore. These actor days. is the technical term. Yeah, that's yeah. the official. You don't call a female doctor a doctress. A doctoress. Right. So, mm-hmm. what's the coolest who like thing? What have you done? What have you not like? Um, the coolest thing I did was a character on Jeff Limited, which was a two-season Canadian comedy. Okay. And she are you funny? Um, I, I like comedy because it's. I are don't you have funny? To go into the. Uh, uh, I'm okay. funny, yeah. <laughs> um, They're looking in, a, in an accidental kind of way? No, I'm pretty intense. No, I'm funny when I mean to be funny, is what I you're can, saying? I like to try to make people laugh. Do you? But, yeah, you have to know me, though, because it's hard for me to do it with strangers and stuff. 
But then I'm just like, I have the worst. My dad had this really terrible sense of humor, and I've got it too. It's very corny. Where you go for funny and miss? Oh, all the time. And that's funny. Sometimes I get it, but sometimes when I miss, it's large. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You guys are fun. (laughs) Mitch is funny. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> he is. No, he's good. He's, good. he's got the good, you know. He's, he's got the good jokes. Mitch, you ready? This is the big question of the day. You ready? Are you funny? Oh, yeah. I think a uh, sense of humor gets me through the day. <laughs> he is funny. Yeah. yeah. I can tell just by the yeah. way people answer that. You have really nice teeth. That's what my dentist says. Uh, the rest of my body is actually a mess. <laughs> my teeth are, are on. Oh, man. I'm lucky. Um, your, your music, um, I don't know. It's hard for me. It's like I hear stuff from, from the past. So I hear stuff from, from decades ago and, and I don't hear people doing it exactly the way you guys do it now, which makes it, uh, stand out and makes it, um, almost throwbacky if that makes any (laughs) sense, but you're not, I don't think you're intentionally being throwbacky. It's just who you are. It's just your style. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say? Yeah. So how do you describe, like what genre are we putting you in? Well, I'm usually put in the folk genre. I don't put myself in a genre. I just write songs. But right. people put me in a folk genre or singer-songwriter. What are the folk audiences like? Do they snap instead of clap? <laughs> no, but they're listeners. They're what? They don't chat. They're, they're listeners. I'm sorry, what? They want, they're listeners. They want to hear the lyrics. Well, that's good. See, I would do that. That's great. You're not making me feel any better by saying that you would do that, you know? Come on. <laughs> yeah. So they are listeners. Yeah. So have you played Hughes Room? Because that's a great listening room. No, I haven't. I, oh. I, I, I was going to do the CD release there, but it's... Um, yeah, I good, might. I might. I haven't time, yet. Good time to bring up material and, and, mm-hmm. and CDs and things that you're selling. Yeah. Gigs. I want people to spend money on you. How do they do that? Oh, well, they can go to my website, and I have um, th- two albums there and an EP. I have one album, two EPs there. What is your website? Smileyface.com? Yes. You got it. It's melaniepeterson.ca. Any weird spelling? No, it's all normal. No, yeah. Melaniepeterson.ca. What can they buy there? They can buy my album. Uh-huh. They can buy a digital EP. When was that album released? Because uh, I couldn't make it. Yeah. No, I hated myself for not being able to come. Sorry. I don't think I knew you when we released that Yeah, we that talked. Album. Oh, thanks. Did we? Like 2012. Oh, no, I didn't know you. No, hold on. Didn't you just have a, a recent CD release? No, that was just a gig. Oh, just a gig. Yeah, it was a showcase oh, thing. Yeah. No problem. Research, buddy. Research. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, they can come, WD-40. Yeah. They could come to Feathers on April 11th. and Feathers? Yeah. I've not heard of that. Kingston Road. Huh. Mm-hmm. It's not a strip joint. No, it's a pub. It's got really great pub food and... <laughs> Sounds <laughs> no strippers though. <laughs> no. How come I haven't heard of feathers? I don't know. Are you an East Ender? Yeah, that's why. Uh, it's at the, the other side of the four hundred four. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything over there. <laughs> There's not a lot. No. No, not compared to the West End. Yeah. Can you do another song? Yeah. Please. Sure. What are you gonna do? Let's do fallback plan. This is when I. This was your fallback plan. Fallback plan is the song. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were giving your guys a cue. We're going to do our fallback plan. Um, this song, Mitch and I co-wrote together. Again, live in the Drew Marshall Show, Melanie Peterson. Two, three, four. I won't tell anyone. 
described as uh, sweet and sassy. Nice. Is that a true story? Sweet. I'm not sure I got the sassy before. I like it. Well, but you've got a bit of cheek in your lyrics. you got a bit of, yeah. um, oh, no, you didn't kind of thing. <laughs> I just appreciate you. Um, you know, we've had a couple of good talks, and, um, and I know that uh, I think it's your authenticity, right? I think you're just, you know, you're not schmaltz. You're not cheese. You just are. And uh, sort of stereotypical or prototypical, I don't know which word it is, but you're Canadian-ish, right? Sure, yeah. Um, and uh, and I, I just wish you the best. I want people to uh, to get on board the Melanie Peterson wagon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's room for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> 
And to your uh, two criminals, Laurel, Hardy, thank you. Great. I mean, just fantastic uh, meat on the bones. Really, really well done, guys. Yeah. Um, okay, so MelaniePeterson.ca is yes. the website. MelaniePeterson.ca. Mm-hmm. There is music to be gotten. There are gigs to be creeped on. Mailing lists. There are mailing know. lists and flowers you can send her. Sure. Uh, ooh, that's I love not flowers. Too awkward. Oh, see, even that. <laughs> What's your favorite flower? Uh, that's a good question. I think a rose, though. Come on. Because I like the scent. By any other name? wouldn't smell as sweet. If you missed any of today's show, you can go to our website by the end of the week. Uh, also, uh, subscribe on iTunes. Uh, then it automatically comes into your into your thing. Whatever that means again. Special thanks to Rick Hall today, Mr. Muscle Shoals. Check out, listen to Sweet Home Alabama and you will know a little bit more about the history of Muscle Shoals. Uh, they had a song or two came out of there. Hey, thanks for tuning in again. I do appreciate each and every one of you and I care about you deeply and individually. And remember... If you don't sin, Jesus died for nothing. Bye-bye. I'm swearing like a trooper and I'm drinking like a bomb. I'm a liberal backslider and it sure is a lot of...